two minutes. Two minutes. <coughs> Goodness. There I am. Good afternoon, one and all. Folks, we're live on the radio. Two minutes. Two minutes. <clears throat> yes, yes, yes. Noon Report Live. Folks, real news. You deserve it. No filter. Last time I checked, you're adults. <coughs> Excuse me. Should be good to go. All right, we're waiting for JR. Oh, he is. Attorney Tim Dodd, next hour. Next hour. Attorney Dodd. The guy is the best. <clears throat> By the way, you could hire him to be your attorney. I certainly wouldn't go with anyone else. One minute. One minute, one at all. Yes, yes, yes. At 12.06 on this, well, it's a cloudy Thursday. Not the best week, but, you know, not bad. Very much spring weather without without question. Definitely spring weather. Good afternoon, one and all. It is Juan. <clears throat> excuse me. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 .9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, dipietro.com. This is the Noon Report. The Noon Report. And uh, I want to welcome everybody tuning in. And it just keeps getting bigger. Stand back. Who knows how big this thing is going to get um, with the Facebook page. Of course, we, we continue to just get larger. And then also our growth on YouTube is tremendous. And we have room to grow on YouTube. And I know I'm hearing from a lot of people on YouTube, but we are responding to it. Also, obviously, on Spotify, it continues to grow as well, wherever you get your podcast, Folks, this portion of the program is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. They're off to a banging season incredible season already pansy flats pansy bags hangers and bowls we've had some rain this week i noticed that everybody's grass <clears throat> right because of the little bit of rain starting to come in they have a beautiful selection on hydrangeas colors available both blue and pink it's pr landscape materials and garden center where they also have tropical hibiscus mandevilla plants folks they are open seven days a week Look for them on Facebook. Locally owned, family-run business. Steve, Debbie, Junior, Byron, PR, Landscape Materials, and Garden Center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Look for them on Facebook. They're right off of Route 4. But stop in. They are big supporters of the Chosen One. So if you're thinking, you know, I would like some things for my gardens. They also have great gifts. 
They have unique items. The service is tremendous. The quality is excellent. <clears throat> and they are just a joy to deal with. Screen loom, black, brown, hemlock, mulch. It's PR, landscape materials, and garden center. You want to talk about working it, grinding it, local business. Their next day off is Christmas Day. I kid you not. PR, landscape materials, and garden center. Well, folks, I highly encourage you <clears throat> to visit the website, dipetro.com. Because for whatever reason, the rest of the media, or what's left of it, is not giving you the full story on Officer Lugo, who is back with the Providence Police. He's going to have to fulfill a 10-day suspension. But the Leobor hearing that he had, it is, um, it, it's such, <clears throat> it's, um, it's such a disservice to Officer Lugo for the media to not fully go into it. And I get the why. I get the why. Because on the other side of the equation, as many of you know, they're all fearful of Black Lives Matter. Let's see. Raise your hand if you're not afraid of Black Lives Matter. One hand goes up. <clears throat> the falsehoods that they're allowed to put forward. Even though there's been a decision, even though there's been court decisions, and BLM and they're you know they're ilk, they're, they're still allowed to put out different falsehoods. But I'm going to walk you through it just a little bit. Brian Walsh was also in court today. Um, we haven't seen him in a while. Boy, he's losing weight. Prison diets working out for Fathead. But the Coincid Inn is the sponsor at DePetro.com. Two twenty six Coincid Avenue, West Warwick, folks. Now. Call them reservations for Mother's Day. You're going to love it. Always a good meal. I love going there. And they also do uh, Grubhub, DoorDash. A lot of people have now takeout. It's at the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. So, you know, when I mentioned, I'm going to get to the Brian Walsh uh, story in just a moment. And this feud that's going on right now between the Attorney General and the Governor it's really extraordinary what's taking place right now. And I'm going to disagree with uh, every Monday we have on Justin Katz. We'll talk to him again next Monday, politics this week. He and I disagree. He uh, sent kind of a, um, well, I'll let him defend it. But he puts on a tweet at the Attorney General where he's frowning on that the Attorney General, Peter Neron, is very active on Twitter right now. And I think it's a good thing. And I think it's a stark contrast to Governor McKee, who is in the bunker. So I like it. I like public officials who are, regardless, I get that he's the, the state's chief top law enforcement official, but I, um, I, I like officials that he, he is, you can't be more out there than he's out there. We're going to have him on next week, I think, uh, very, very soon. But he did the newsmakers. He's, he's doing, um, I know he's doing something with Channel 10. And then he was also with the Boston Globe. Uh, Attorney General Peter Nerona, it should not be lost on people. That is a stark contrast to the actions and behavior of said governor, which is Rhode Island Governor Dan McGreed, who already, you know, he's, he's the only one still raising the flag for Biden. But if you log on to Petro.com, the Leobor decision so that has come out regarding Officer John Lugo, and I have, you're going to see photos, once again, folks, right, the, the, the stuff that the rest of the media doesn't want to show you, and the Leobor decision 
<clears throat> excuse me, is right there. Especially now, I'm not going to, I didn't push the whole thing. I could. It's 56 pages, though. So I took what I considered to be some of the highlights. So it's City of Providence versus Providence Police Officer John Lugo. This is the Law Enforcement Officers Bill of Rights panel, known as LIBOR. They use the initials. And on the panel were Major Todd Padalano, Cranston Police Department Major, Commander Kevin Lanny, who's now number two in Providence, had been Oscar Perez, but then he got bumped up to chief, and Sergeant Robert Bohm, uh, who was the selection of Officer Lugo. And, you know, they walk through, and, and I'll just give you the highlights, because I, what, what you need to know is right now, Black Lives Matter and some of these other individuals, Officer Lugo, you know, this was a whirlwind. I was there. It was last June. The Supreme Court came out the decision, Roe v. Wade. They had a very violent protest at the Rhode Island State House, and there was an altercation. Officer Lugo was there, granted off duty, and he basically was trying to come to someone's aid and break up a fight or at least come to the aid of someone who was being attacked. <clears throat> and then there's Jennifer Rourke, and, and there's, you know, as many of you know, um, there's a radio connection, right? Pork Boy's producer, and again, I, I know him, and I see him around, Bill, Bartholo Bill Bartholomew, nice guy. But I, I still think there's a lot of questions. I noticed they were pretty silent about this whole decision. But what he did, and, and I... I have no idea if the station signed off on it or the company did or did not. But he he took what was a long video and slowed it down. And when he made it slow, he, he put it in slow motion of five seconds with no context. And it made it seem, and he put, that Officer Lugo was punching his political opponent, Jennifer Rourke. Um, you know, and you see a woman of color. And, and there was no before, there was no after, there was no context to it. That video, and then the media jumped all over it. And then that Monday, Stephen Perry, the public safety commissioner, because it happened on a Friday night, and then that Monday, the chief of police, Hugh Clements, they, they stepped forward with then-Mayor Lorza and said they wanted to fire the guy. So, okay, but then in November, Lugo was acquitted at trial for what happened they have never law enforcement has never seriously gone after the person who started the fight which was this guy in a green adidas jacket again i have all of this on petro.com we've been so far ahead of this rhode island state police waited two weeks before they put out a photo of that guy now we heard he was either the boyfriend of someone who was involved or a brother of someone involved no one was questioned with that but this with this leobor hearing and I have all of this on the website. You can see it. No one else is publishing this for whatever reason. And I want to be really clear, folks. I don't, I don't like when people tell me how to do, meaning other members of the media. So I don't tell them how to do it. But I believe, you know, transparency. You're adults. You have a right to see it. There it is. They do a very good job laying out. There's Jennifer Rourke, her uh, pink fingernails, painted fingernails, actually white, I think, so they really stand out. And she denied she grabbed his shirt. You see her grabbing his shirt. She is pulling him from behind. She had denied that. <clears throat> you have all of her testimony that was all proven false. Should she be charged with, because she was giving sworn statements under oath, should she be charged with perjury? 
She could be. We know how that's not going to work, right? Of course, they're not going to charge her. But he was acquitted. His attorney did a fantastic job. And he was acquitted where in court on that case um, going back to, that was back in November. So this was the hearing on whether or not he could keep his job. And you can, I'm not going to bore you, you can read all of her statements saying he was doing this, he was doing that. She said, oh, I was pushed into him. You see, no one was pushing her. She said, you know, I, I was just like defending my life. That wasn't true. But I posted and you go into, now this was the hearing. See, there's, as many of you know, there's a big difference between someone makes a statement and then, okay, let's get everybody under oath. So once everybody gets under oath and Jennifer Rourke has gone very, very quiet uh, through the, you know, since this even came out, but you can see um, that right there the decision that came out and this was all based on the facts the aftermath providence police never should have terminated or said they wanted to terminate him they were really and i hate to say that but they were uh the commissioner <clears throat> that they he even admits video footage by WPRO, key piece of evidence that the city proceeded with the termination. <laughs> I mean, right there, it's going to be up to Lugo what he wants to do about that. But it's it's right in the report. Public Safety Commissioner Perry basically made his decision off of that Pork Boy producer, Bill Bartholomew, edited five-second video. Now, you could easily argue that Perry should not have made his decision that way. No question. So, but I want to just get to like the, what the real, and again, you can see so much of this. I don't want to be redundant here, but he was acquitted on the criminal charge, meaning officer Lugo. And then you come down to some of the findings of the panel. And this is the part that I find most significant was that Jennifer Rourke, who was a member of the co-op collaborative, repeatedly testified she did not grab Lugo and refused to acknowledge it occurred when it's clear she grabbed him. So she testified, now that would be perjury, she testified repeatedly that she did not grab him. And then it's very clear with the video that she did grab him. This was proven in several key pieces of evidence, including the judge's decision where he stated Rourke pulled Lugo back. <clears throat> this is from video footage, still photos, testimony. Jennifer Rourke testified she never restricted his movements. That was also not true. This was proven in several key pieces of evidence to include the judge's decision. He stated Rourke is seen forcibly pulling Lugo, throwing him off balance. And then the trooper's detailed state police report, video footage, still photos, testimony. There's no one behind her prior to her grabbing of Lugo. Number three, Jennifer Rourke testified she was pushed from behind into Lugo, which was not true. Again, this was proven several key pieces of evidence to include in the judge's decision. No one behind her prior to the grabbing of Lugo. Number four, Rourke stated 
she was punched with closed fists, which is not true. This was proven several key pieces of evidence to include the judge's decision where he said Rourke is hit with an open hand. Video footage, still photo testimony. Number five, Rourke testified she never hit or slapped Lugo, which is not true. This was proven in several key pieces of evidence, including the judge's decision. Rourke testified that after Lugo struck her, he ran away, which was not true. There's another definitive untrue statement. Lugo is clearly seen days slowly walking away in the video footage. The Rhode Island State Police were clearing the area. <clears throat> so they go through all of this. But some of the things that are um, certainly pertinent is that they feel. Now, again, this is going to the Leobor panel where they question the credibility of Jennifer Rourke. And maybe that's why one of the reasons she's not really saying a lot right now so again you can read it all the leobor decision when this thing finally got unpacked and they broke it down it, it it was not the way it was presented and you know i watched that friday night and it really kicked off when that video was posted and it turned into a lynch mob at the hand of someone who was you know a providence police officer who was um, also running for office. It, they were trying to destroy his life. In, and they're still trying that way. But this is a, a problem when some of the people pushing this narrative, they, they don't care about the facts, right? They care more about their narrative and the narrative they wanted. And a great job, by the way, by uh, Dan Griffin, <clears throat> Lugo's attorney. But Okay, they go in front of an independent panel and some of the people involved still keep claiming he punched her, he didn't punch her. Still, you know, where's her accountability? Where's her responsibility? The whole thing, you know, it's a shame. And I, I feel bad for Officer Lugo because I think I think and believe in hindsight. If he had to do things over again, um, he was the last person I saw that night as I was leaving. I couldn't listen to them anymore. And I had no idea that was going to, break out that way or i would have stayed but it just it was they were droning on and on it was so insulting and you can only listen to it for so long and then he was the last person i saw him as i was uh, walking out folks this portion of the john DePetro show and it's brought to you by falcon pest services now listen over the next several months maybe you already have them some unwanted uh guests in your home or business Falcon Pest Services. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts pest control services for termites, bed bugs, ants, roaches, mice, rats, mosquitoes, many other pests. Falcon Pest Services. You need the exterminator. You need the terminator. Think of the boom falcon swooping in. Multifamily housing condos, apartments, single family homes. Schools, office buildings, restaurants, Falcon Pest Services. Call them today. Maybe it's once a year. Maybe it's once a quarter. Maybe it's once a month. Maybe it's once a week. Call them. Let's get rid of these things. 401-739-1322. Do you have a termite problem? Do you have an ant problem? Do you have a pest problem? Falcon 
Falcon Pass Services. John and Kelly, 401-739-1322. Look for them on Facebook. And then their website is Falcon online, falconpestservice.com. Well, folks, at 1224, good afternoon. You're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. The Leobor, um, I didn't post all of it. I could. I could link all 56 pages, but I took some of the highlights. I think some of the pertinent highlights. And I'm not going to, if you want to read it, I did post it. I did not see any other media posting this. And I know, I think the new mayor, the mayor of Providence, would like this to go away. Um, I'm sure the new police chief in Providence would like this to go away. Commissioner Perry, I, I don't, he and Officer, uh, excuse me, Chief of Police Clemens, the way they, kind of a knee-jerk reaction to this, most of the time you ask for, Let's wait. Let's take a breath here, see how this is broken down. A good example of that, I thought, was the Jamal Gonzalez situation, right? That was October of 2020. And the word on the street was, and they were people perpetrating this lie, was that a Providence police cruiser crashed into him, sent him flying into a wall. And then, you know, people were almost announcing that, that he had lost his life. Now, then when they broke it down and they asked everyone to wait, they found that was not the case. But in the Lugo situation, you know, suddenly it was off with his head. Who cares? What investigation? So I think this is one of those situations, and also you're going to hear our legal expert, Attorney Tim Dodd, break it down next hour. But I, I think this is one of those situations that in the end, when the facts came in, Right. And it wasn't an emotional decision dealing in facts. It's a completely different outcome from what some of the individuals had been perpetrating. And I think it's interesting that some of the people that were way out on this story late June into July have suddenly evaporated. So very, very quiet on that. I think that's interesting. I think we know why. Uh, but Officer Lugo, I mean, I think this is one of those situations. Now, you know, we this is the ultimate, like, where do I go to get my reputation back? They were ready to, you know, crucify the guy and proven to be false. That's not what happened. And that I don't know this Jennifer Rourke. I know she ran. She lost in a primary. Um, she's a, a member of that co-op collaborative. She's been very quiet on this. But many of her statements that were said in different settings did not hold up and then if there are people that disagree they can go through the report and then they can pick apart uh which parts of this they either you know if they are saying no everything she said was true then they are welcome to revisit that and show everyone where they think it was true folks this portion of the john DePietro show i want to um appeal to anyone that is thinking about maybe you finally reached the point you want to get rid of that target, that stubborn fat. Today is the day. Make today the day. Contact Sandra. Unique Health. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram. You can call, schedule a free seminar. Right on this Thursday, have you finally had it? Have you finally said, you know what? I want to lose 30 pounds. I want to lose 40 pounds or higher. This isn't a diet change. It's a lifestyle change. Call Sandra, 
269-9155. They'll offer a free seminar, sustainable weight loss, extreme weight loss, 20 pounds in 10 days. 20 pounds in 10 days. Unique health detox program, benefits of cleaning, eating, habit building. They their clients have had tremendous success. If you want to continue to carry that extra weight, that's on you. It's your decision. You're deciding to be 30 pounds overweight. You're deciding to be 40 pounds overweight. Think how it would change your life if you drop 50 pounds. You're also going to see an increase in metabolism and energy. I mean, so many people say people that have extra weight, what does it mean? It means they're not comfortable going out. Their clothes don't fit. They don't want to go to a gym. It makes them more tired. They're dragging around all this extra weight. It's not good for you, for your health. Unique health. Contact Sandra. Change your life for the better. 401-269-9155. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram. Now, Brian Walsh. We started the year with him. He's back in the news. He was in court this morning. Now, I want to thank um, Felicia. You know, I, um, I'm actually just looking at this headline. Rhode Island House expected to pass Equity in Abortion Coverage Act. This is an example. I'm not going to go on and on about it. But this is an example of where the state is just completely the the um, the priorities of the state just don't match up. And the way that they try to frame that and the way that Governor McKee tries to frame this whole argument that somehow you taxpayers have to pay you have to pay for various people that want to use it as a form of birth control and you have to pay for that so i what about what about someone that because they're obese they develop diabetes. What about someone that, because of various things, they have back problems? Do, do you have to pay that? Do we have to pay that? Why on earth? The way they frame this whole thing is ludicrous. So I want to play a little bit. Brian Walsh pled not guilty to all charges. A PI was hired by his mother to investigate her since Brian suspected um, she was having an affair. Anna Walsh told a friend in D.C. she intended to leave Brian and relocate with the children to D.C. So there is sound of this. He, um, well, he's not as disheveled. He definitely looks like a little more normal in court. But I want to play, play some of the sound of this. This was this morning. Now, this is not the trial. This is all just murder arraignment. But let's hear some of the latest sound. Good morning, Ms. Minor. Oh, Brian Walsh. Walsh. Good morning. Um, you want me to proceed? Please. Uh, you, are you ready for arraignment, counsel? I'm sorry. Are you ready for arraignment? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Walsh, uh, 23 to CR 91001. Brian Walsh of Cohasset 
in the county of Norfolk on or about January 1st, 2023, at the house in the county of Norfolk, did assault and beat Anna Walsh with intent to murder her. And by such assault and beating, did kill and murder said Anna Walsh in violation of Massachusetts General Law, Chapter 265, Section 1. Against the peace of said Commonwealth and contrary to the form of the statute, in such case may be provided a true bill signed by the former of the grand jury and assistant district attorney for the Norfolk District. To this indictment for first-degree murder, sir, how do you wish to plead, guilty or not guilty? <clears throat> not guilty. Thank you. Counsel, does your uh, client waive right to a full marine with these other two indictments? Yes. Thank you. One count of misleading a police officer and one count of conveying a human body. How do you wish to plead, sir, guilty or not guilty? Not guilty. Thank you. You can have a seat. Question of bail. Thank you. Thank you, Your Honor. The Commonwealth would ask that the defendant be held without bail as a result of being charged with uh, 265 Section 1. Um, Your Honor, if I may go into the allegations the Commonwealth has against the defendant and then uh, go into my argument. Thank you. Please do. Your Honor, on January 4th, that morning, the defendant, Brian Walsh, first reported his wife's, to his wife's employer in Washington, D.C., that his wife, Anna Walsh, had been missing since January 1st at approximately 6 a.m. Uh, he had reported that she had told him that she was leaving town for a work emergency and was flying out of Logan and that she would be returning back to Washington and was looking to find her at uh, her employment. Commonwealth has established that this was a lie. By this time that he had killed her, dismembered her, and disposed oh, of her body. God. In early of 2022, Ms. Walsh had obtained employment at Tishman Spire in Washington, D.C., as a result of that, Tishman Spire had asked her to move to D.C. and work out of Washington, D.C. It is a national property management company, Iran. Ms. Walsh and Mr. Walsh sold the family home that was in Cohasset and purchased a residence in Washington, D.C. Mr. Walsh was unable to leave the state at that time because he was on pretrial conditions at the federal district court. They rented another home on Chief Justice Cushing Highway in Cohasset and Ms. Walsh would commute from the property that they own in D.C., working in D.C. during the week and being with the family on the weekends. In December of 2022, it had become evident that Mr. Walsh was suspecting his wife of having an affair. He was routinely visiting the Instagram page of one of her male friends, and on December 26th, his mother, with his input and direction, obtained and hired a private investigator to surveil Anna Walsh in Washington, D.C. Wow. On December 27th, the oldest son's iPad was used to research best states to get divorced in and worst states to get divorced in. On December 28th, Anna Walsh had dinner with a friend in Washington, D.C., and became uncharacteristically upset and told her friend that she believed that Mr. Walsh was going to be incarcerated as a result of his federal case and that she was prepared to leave him and take the children to Washington, D.C. Good. On December 30th, she flew home and was with the family and expected not to return until January 3rd and was going to spend the long weekend with the family. On the 31st, she attended an exercise class she also got her nails done at a local salon and had made arrangements for a family friend, her former employer, to come over their home on Chief Justice Cushing Highway for a dinner to celebrate New Year's Eve. That family friend said he got there approximately 8 p.m. and that the children were asleep and that Mr. Walsh cooked dinner for the three of them. 
that around 10 p.m., one of their children came downstairs, socialized the adults, and went back upstairs approximately 20 minutes later. The family friend left at approximately 1.30 a.m. On, on January 1st, and that is the last time someone has seen Anna Walsh alive outside of the defendant and his family. What happens is later on in the early morning hours at approximately 4.50 a.m., the oldest child's iPad. All right. Now, that that is um, that's really good testimony of what happened this morning um, in the case. But, folks, something that one of her friends in D.C. had told me was the element that she she bought that house and was going to move those children there and finally leave that bum, Brian Walsh. So I say good for Anna, and let alone he couldn't leave the state. He was going to go into federal prison, and she was going to, she had a great life in D.C. And I've had the ability over the past few months to communicate with her friends and various people that, um, well, with some of the, her work friends uh, that I've communicated with, which then has allowed me to break different elements of this story. But he is, I mean, the guy is absolutely, um, th there's no question about it of just uh, exactly what his plan was. And, and it comes down to that. He, he was upset because Anna Walsh, was and, and good for her was going to move those boys to dc and you know where was he headed he was headed to federal prison so you know i i you know the whole the whole element i mean and and now i i just i am anxious to see how this is going to play out because i think they have they have um a very strong case against him I think it's, you know, the motive is definitely there with with what happened. He has been denied bail, which means now he is going to, in fact, stay in prison where he belongs. But that's that's what it came down to. And and I think, you know, that that iPad, the fact that he started researching on the son's iPad he started researching on the son's iPad um, back even during December. Let me just hear. This is the um, WHDH Channel 7 piece on this Brian Walsh on a Walsh situation. Brandon, Brian Walsh is on his way back to jail. He is now being held without bail after a hearing here in Dedham at Superior Court. He's facing several charges after a grand jury indictment, and we heard from him as those charges were read. This indictment for first-degree murder, sir. How do you wish to plead guilty or not guilty? Not guilty. In addition to being accused of killing his wife, Anna, Brian Walsh is also charged with misleading a police investigation and the improper moving of a human body. He also pled not guilty to those charges. As the murder charge was read, though, he could be seen shaking his head side to side. 
Walsh was brought into court today handcuffed with chains around his waist and ankles. Good. He appears to have lost weight but showed no emotion. In court, prosecutors laid out a detailed timeline of events starting before Anna's disappearance on New Year's Day. They now say Walsh believed his wife was having an affair and helped hire a private investigator to follow her about a week before she went missing. Then prosecutors went through the events. On January 4th, that morning, the defendant, Brian Walsh, first reported his wife's, to his wife's employer in Washington, D.C., that his wife, Anna Walsh, had been missing since oh. January 1st at approximately 6 a.m. Uh, he had reported that she had told him that she was leaving town for work emergency and was flying out of Logan and that she would be returning back to Washington and was looking to find her at uh, her employment. Commonwealth has established that this was a lie. By this time that he had killed her, dismembered her, and disposed of her body. Terrible. To this day, Anna Walsh, a mother of three from Cohasset, has not been found. Prosecutors say Brian Walsh made a number of troubling Google searches after Anna was last seen, including how to dispose of a dead body. Investigators searched several places, including a trash facility site in Peabody. They also say Walsh was seen dumping items in a dumpster in Swampscott. In it, they found a hazmat-like suit that had red-brown stains, and Anna's DNA was a present contributor. The defense argued the evidence was not conclusive and reiterated Anna's body has not been found. She also says Walsh never learned about an affair until after her disappearance. If no murder weapon, there's no motive, the government Prosecutors say Anna had $2.7 million worth of life insurance and Brian was the sole beneficiary. The next hearing wow. for Brian Walsh is scheduled for the end of August. Live in Dedham, Robway, 7 News. So folks, uh, a lot of there. And again, good afternoon at 1242. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Some significant things there. Look at that. He was going to receive, um, as you just heard, that's a, a, a lot, large amount of money. Uh, that he would be the sole beneficiary. The other thing is, the last week of December, he was still looking at best states to divorce in. And then he he slipped into gear and instead moved into sometime he decided to, to murder her. Uh, which is, that's what the evidence shows, that's what he's being charged with. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show at 1242. Now listen, I want to remind you about our friends Lawn Doctor, Lawn Doctor Rhode Island, make them your lawn care company. Now, I'm going to give you the phone number that you can call them, 401-392-1025, 401-392-1025. But they have a great, easy-to-remember website, LawnDoctor.com. You type in your zip code, you get a quick, easy quote, Lawn Doctor, your best lawn ever, guaranteed, Jump on board now and take part in their premium eight service program, crabgrass control, time release fertilizer, professional blend of high calcium lime, time release fertilizer. Uh, in the summertime, they come back, time release fertilizer, grub prevention. Then early fall, they do 
three different applications. So early spring, spring, late spring, summer, grub prevention, early fall, fall, late fall, lawn doctor. Contact them today. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. 401-392-1025. So with Brian Walsh, now the next time he's going to be in court is August. I think it's remarkable. He is considerably thinner than we last saw him. But when you think about it, he's been locked up since January. So, you know, February, March, April. He's been locked up three months now. Um, prison food is uh, is overrated, to say the least. But um, I don't know that. I'm just told that by various people. But that's pretty dramatic. That was dramatic with him being in court, uh, charged uh, in death of wife, and now, you know, suspected she's having an affair. The mother hires the private investigator. That's what prosecutors allege. So what, what you really have here is motive. What you really have here is motive and also the money motive. He would have been the sole beneficiary. He planned on collecting $2.7 million in life insurance purchased by his wife, Anna Walsh. I think he even looked up how soon before you can start to collect and you have to have the body to collect. Brian Walsh, sole beneficiary, $2.7 million life insurance purchased by the wife, whom he suspected having an affair with a co-worker before he allegedly killed her, dismembered the body. And so that all came out this morning. Now, I have communicated with, I think, the person that he suspected of that. He is uh, a very successful individual. We've communicated on different occasions. He has young children. He had told me in the past she was so excited for her new life in D.C. She, they set up the, the townhouse that she bought in Washington in the Chevy Chase section of D.C. that that, you know, decorating the kids' rooms. And um, and that was her plan. He was going to be headed to federal prison. I think it's interesting that then they were going on her Instagram account because she would post quite a bit on Instagram. And this whole business, seven days after he murdered her, they found the dumpster. That's where they found the COVID vaccination card, watch, uh, hunter boots, Prada purse, short black coat, her clothing, DNA and all of it. January 1st, Brian Walsh told a babysitter that his wife had to rush to D.C. for an emergency, but did not contact her co-workers till January 4th. So that's what he told the babysitter January 1st. Instead, it was the co-workers who contacted the police after they couldn't locate her. So he did not contact her co-workers till January 4th and never contacted law enforcement. In a series of purchases from the stores, he, he uh, obtained five-gallon buckets, hacksaw, uh, 48 terry cloth towels, frame, uh, framing hammer, full coverage suit, shoe coverings, mop, 200 disposable rags, trash bags, Murphy oil soap, other cleaning products. He purchased 13 bottles of hydrogen peroxide, three 64-ounce jugs of pneumonia, three area rugs, scented candles, hatchet, uh, plastic sheeting, and 24 pounds of baking soda. In earlier proceedings, prosecutors allege he used his son's iPad to Google how long before a body starts to smell and how to stop a body from decomposing. Among other online searches, Walsh allegedly made were how to embalm a body, 10 ways to dispose of a dead body if you really need to. And those searches occurred between 4.55 a.m. and 5.47 on January 1st. 
He also searched for hacksaw, best tool to dismember, and can you be charged with murder without a body? Um, so that very significant day with Brian Walsh in court. Well, folks, at 1247, good afternoon. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of our program, now listen, if there's something wrong with your car, you take it to a mechanic. If you're not feeling well, most normal people would contact a doctor. For your finances, I'm offering you an opportunity to sit down with a financial expert, our guy, Tommy Bryan, Ameriprise Financial. For over 125 years, they've provided services, clients' unique goals. Millions of Americans retire in their terms. Call today, 401-434-1510. 401-434-1510. Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial. Offices located 400 Massoyed Avenue in East Providence. Folks, whether it is retirement questions, whether it's college savings, net worth review, major purchase planning, why not sit down with an expert? Maybe you're thinking of getting into crypto or gold. Sit down or long-term care coverage for a loved one. Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial. Folks, free consultation, 401-434-1510, 401-434-1510. Free consultation our guy tom bryan ameriprise financial well folks at 1249 good afternoon you're listening to the john DePietro show on am 1380 and 99.9 fm now hey how about jerry springer has died the man who transformed tv that's right and i think you just heard that actually on 12 o'clock news 79 years old completely it's true he transformed television one of the most famous ever talk shows it did. Screen 27 years, 4,000 episodes, started the whole thing full on fistfights. Jerry Springer introduced a form of television without question that it just rocketed. And then there were obviously a lot of um, copycats and so forth. But he did, he carved out a niche for his television show. Now, the Tucker Carlson, he did do a quick video. We'll see exactly what what happens with that, vowing to return. I, I don't know how long that's going to take or how long he's going to um, he's going to be... I think he has to hammer things out with Fox yet, and I don't believe that that has um, happened. I'm just looking at some of the headlines. Fire sale. There's a $300 million San Francisco office tower, mostly empty, opened offers... Hey, that's the equivalent of like the Superman building, right? It doesn't just happen here. It happens uh, in other places as well. Um, is Trump the inevitable? I know he's having a rally in New Hampshire. Republicans are starting to wonder. It, I, I still say it, it, it's all going to come down to the debates and how he's going to, uh, how he's going to handle himself during the debates, which will come. But now he has said that he is um he may not even take part in the debate so i think that hurts some of the candidates that were hoping that they were going to gain some ground on the trump campaign during the course of the debate but i'm going to repeat what i have said folks the republicans some of the republicans or all of them really that are planning on running against him 
what they underestimate is it's the equivalent of running against an incumbent. President Biden will not have really a challenger. He won't have to do any debates. He's not going to debate that Marion uh, Williamson. And, um, and now uh, President Trump, I mean, uh, unless at some point, now we're in April, let's see in, in May or June or July, at some point, if the sand does not start to shift, maybe it starts with the first debate. Maybe it doesn't do the first debate. I don't know. Nikki Haley, Biden will die within five years. All right, so she wants to get some attention. You know, it is interesting. Nikki Haley, yes, yeah, she announced for president, and she is in single digits. The only two candidates, Republicans, that have any form of numbers are Governor DeSantis and President Trump. And DeSantis, I think, he, he is, that, that Disney suit, um, I, I know a lot of people are cheering him on, for going after Disney, but they're, they're not exactly um, they're, they're, they're not exactly just going to go quietly, right? Disney can hire some top attorneys, and they're going to challenge the attorneys that that uh, Governor DeSantis has. So, I think um, I think they're going to. Um, I, I just think that's that's not going to go away for him, and I think it's a distracting issue. I know he he definitely gained some attention. He definitely gained some donations and made a name for himself nationally, Governor DeSantis, by going after Disney and the whole woke thing. But they're, they're you know, they're a media giant, and they're a force, and they are the gold standard in entertainment. They have... You're not going to bankrupt them. They have plenty of money. They employ 75,000 people in Florida. Think of that. 75,000 Disney workers in Florida and 50 million people visit Florida because of Disney. They're not they're not going to go quietly and I think you know, he just you start to get distracted if he's dealing with them in in a in a legal battle. So he's he's having a little bit of, I would say, a rough go. He hasn't announced yet. But I think um, the DeSantis campaign, there's, there's a reason. Not everyone's flocking to him. Not everyone's flocking to him. Folks, this portion of the program is brought to you by Limitless Outdoors. Good afternoon. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Why not enjoy the property that you have? Some people want to do an add-on. Or you could call Limitless Outdoors, 401 580-1852 limitless outdoors it starts with a discussion how you want to lose, use your outdoor space they can design your outdoor space to fit your aesthetic and lifestyle they specialize in patios walkways steps outdoor kitchens maybe you'd like to have a, like a full outside room that you could enjoy landscape lighting retaining walls lawn installations, excavation. They can update your indoor fireplace. Limitless outdoors. How about a fire pit? Or how about a fireplace and oven that you're grilling outside? Remember their slogan, dream, build, enjoy. Limit, because it is limitless. Limitless outdoors, 401-580-1852. Get a free quote, 401-580-1852. They're based right in North Smithfield. It's limitless outdoors. Well, folks, 
Uh, good afternoon. It's 12.55. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, we will be doing Cranston PD Live tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. If you want to read the latest on that Providence police officer, the Leaborg decision, um, I have some of it, not all of it, some of the highlights posted on the website, dipetro.com. I'm looking at some other headlines tonight. Of course, the NFL draft, football again, starts to take take over, even though the Celtics getting a lot of attention right now. How about the Miami Heat eliminated the Bucks? That is amazing. Uh, state still working on plan for when Armory, Armory Homeless Shelter closes. That That is ludicrous. That is like, what what are they doing? Why, why are they still? That is that is a failure. Um, that 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 should the city they need that. Let a developer, let a developer take over the armory and and develop it in for whatever. The, the you know the city should should just sell that piece of property. It, it's ridiculous that the city of Providence tries to hold on to it. Let someone go in and maybe they're going to develop. And make a profit since there's nothing wrong with profit. And maybe someone buys it and they make a fortune in low-income apartments. Or maybe condo or whatever. But there's no reason for it. Folks, there's so, you know, I was discussing it again. Good afternoon, everyone, at 1257. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You know, I was mentioning, if Rhode Island wanted to, we are, we are so government-heavy. You know, one of the reasons they can't cut the sales tax is they need it to support all the jobs of the people that work for the state. But they're not needed, really, for the state. So you could realistically cut the state workforce almost in half, almost in half. You wouldn't skip a beat. Now, granted, then those people would need jobs. But that's where then you would need a private sector company to come in or more and hire people but so much of this it reminds me of with the the tolls they had on the mass pike or still have and they they did a study and found that what the the tolls on the mass pike basically pay for are the salaries of the people that collect the tolls on the mass pike and in rhode island operates that way we we don't need we're so government top heavy um you you don't you don't need all of all of that it's just way too much. But the problem is the people that are in charge right now and running the show, they're not going to in any way slice it. The only thing would be some kind of a downturn and then some kind of a recession. And as it seemed it was maybe going to go in that direction, COVID came and then the COVID money, as we all know, was flying everywhere. And Governor McKee was the, the, the worst person to have in charge during the time of COVID. But there's there's so much government state wasted spending, thirty million a year in overtime for the correctional officers at the ACI. Thirty million in overtime. That's I'm not talking salaries. Overtime costs. Total mismanagement. Total fiasco. But they have a strong union and they lobbied the governor and they get his endorsement or they give him an endorsement and then they allow it. All right, at twelve fifty nine we're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. Legal expert, attorney Tim Dodd. You can hear my conversation with him coming up next hour. Big news of the day is that Jerry Springer has died, and I'm not laughing at that. And um, 
And also Brian Walsh was in court this morning. More details on the Brian Walsh on a Walsh case. Folks, it's John DePietro. We're going to be doing Facebook Live later, but another hour to go. Stay tuned for the 1 o'clock news.